Hey, this is OG. We apologize for any inconvenience caused by the rerun of Episode 5 featuring Sheriff Chitwood. Due to scheduling issues and Dana's cancer treatments, we are unable to air a new episode as planned. We understand the disappointment this may have caused, and we appreciate your understanding during this difficult time. Our thoughts are with Dana and her family, and we hope for her speedy recovery. Until next week, thank you. Cromundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday. Friday. Thursday or Friday. Friday, Friday in my mind. Friday, Friday, Friday in my mind, brother. Jeez, Friday right, in my right. mind. Friday Eve. Hello, yeah. Friday. Happy Thank Friday you. Eve. Happy Thank Friday you, Eve. Appreciate you it. Look at you. You're coming in right off the bat. I dig I it. Know, I know. I've been up since 3 a.m. and had 10 cups of coffee, so we're good to go. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, uh, that's a lot more than me. I'm up, I'm up to three cups today, and Dana's all because I'm leaving a little bit later on. She's like, you're getting jacked up for your trip? And I said, a little bit, three cups. But yeah. definitely not, you, you'll not, get, the, not the sheriff's level, though. <laughs> So, guys, listen, if you don't know, and who doesn't know, today uh, with us we have our guest is Sheriff Mike Chitwood, Sheriff that gets it done, and I want to welcome you, and thank you so much for coming to participate in our lively podcast, Sheriff. I, I was. This was the highlight of my day, I want you to know, I look, was looking so forward to this point in time of day, so I'm glad to be here. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I know that you are always busy, so it's we really appreciate yeah. having you here. We love your guys. You know, I am wearing my... Um, Look, you see Look this? Look at you. Lewis County I know. I saw, I know you I see saw, that? Yeah, you're really you participating. Have one? Yeah. What? Do you it's, have one? No, my brother's too cheap. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can remedy that after the podcast. No, I, I, I think I can't it. I can't it. No. it won't be a gold one, but it'll be a silver I'll star. I'll send him a link he's got to. What are okay. you doing in front of my boss? <laughs> <laughs> Noted, noted, uh, noted. Do you want to get some house, uh, housekeeping out of the way first? Yeah, Dana? let's do some housekeeping. First of all, I want to say... Um, Listen, I picked back up my old habit here, the Guermos. Yes. God, I love these. So I, I've had those before with you, and they're actually pretty damn good. Uh, I have my Java Latte cigar over here, um, which I don't do as often. All the ladies like those. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. Go <laughs> for, uh, yeah. Was, yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah, I almost let it slip. Yeah, right? give me yeah, 12 yeah, 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 For a big one, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know, like $5 uh, jar, uh, in, the, in, the, in the cuss jar. Um. So, no, I'm having a good time with the Java Latte. I smoke every once in a blue moon. It has a nice little hint of that chocolatey flavor. I don't do flavored cigars much, but it still holds that cigar-type taste to it. So. Yeah, I like those in the yeah. evening time. This one is like get me through the afternoon. This is like the afternoon Snickers of uh, cigar world. You know, I really like this one. So, yeah, go ahead with that housekeeping. So, um, first of all, I want everybody to know that uh, if you are following us, and if you're not, please follow us on YouTube. Uh, we have the Smoking Truth um, YouTube video, so please uh, don't forget to like us, subscribe, hit that notification bell, whatever you got to do, smash it. As my kids always tell me, no, Dad, you got to tell them smash it. Yep. Smash that shit, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> First one in. And, uh, and don't forget also you can follow us on um, uh, Twitter at Truth Smoking. Yep. And then you can also follow us on Facebook as well. What's the one on Facebook, Dana? Please, yeah, the Smoking on. Truth. Smoking yeah, Truth. Yeah. There Find you us go. at the Smoking Truth on right. Facebook. And yeah. also, just uh, we were talking to Gonzo a little earlier today, and we're going to, Dana and I are going to uh, start up with a Patreon soon. Yep. This way, it's a great way for you all to support us. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a good way to pay the bills. But depending on which tier you get, you may get some other nice little. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give yeah. you good content. You give me good money, I give you good content. Yes. I'm going to tell you the gossip that goes on behind the gossip. Whoa. I'm whoa. Gonna, yeah. That's where I start getting. Not, not our secrets. Okay. Okay. But like inside stuff. You know what I mean? And the shirts. The shirts are coming. Yes. I'm working on those shirts. Yes. Yeah. So we can get folks to get the. Uh, 
the smoking truth. Yeah, we had some good viewership. Joe, Joe was really good. I'm sure that today, after we get the sheriff going, we'll have some good viewers. So <laughs> we're going to fire that Patreon. You will see the um, link below, I believe. I think that Gonzo and the boss will take care of that. Um, so check us out. Uh, really, we want to uh, be a part of your lives here in Volusia, Volusia politics, and uh, to the state and beyond, yep. um, and beautiful Deltona. So, um, oh, real quick, then, if you don't mind, sure. I'm also gonna, I want to give a shout out, obviously, to the team, Mike and Mike Productions. Oh yeah. And as always, right here at Cigar Hustler, if you get a chance, please, you live in Deltona or anywhere else in Volusia County, if you're in this way, yep, or around this way, please stop in Cigar Hustler. They got a Great selection of cigars, and it's a good place to hang out. So it, it really is. Yep. There's some good stuff. There's I. Do you know how many political problems I've fixed upstairs there? Yeah, me and you have talked yeah. to quite a few. Yeah, we've got what two, three, three, three years in invested three years. in solving yeah. all the Volusia's problems. I know. <laughs> Maybe creating a couple too. The best time will come. One of the best times will come is when uh, things start happening in session. Yep. And as I told people, I think in the first episode, I'll get that like you know nine o'clock in the evening call. What the fuck are you guys doing up in Tallahassee, Eric? And I'm just yeah. sitting there, kind of going, "Hang on, Dana. Yeah. Wait till I get back to Deltona, please, and I'll explain yeah. to you what's going on behind the scenes a little tiny bit." So don't get your, as they say, don't get your pennies in a bunch. <laughs> Uh, well, Sheriff, um, welcome. I want to thank you for coming again uh, and joining us today. I know that you got your podcast. I want to get. I want you to give a shameless plug for your podcast because I've seen it and and I like it. We do. It's uh, it's called original name Chit Chat. Oh, 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 <laughs> right. So <laughs> we, we we try to things that are Volusia County. Yes, sir. That are that are of interest to our folks, our residents, and it could be sports, could be life, could be crime. Oh, okay. Could be politics. So All we've right. had. Uh, We've done two so far. Uh, the first one was with Dan Abrams from uh, Live PD or, or on Patrol Live now. Him and his staff, Sticks and Curtis, they were fantastic because uh, okay. we have our residents inviting them into their living room. They're out on patrol with us, and I think it was kind of cool to have the residents get to meet. Uh, the number one question, though, was what is Sticks' workout routine? Uh, so I guess we have a lot of women who are listening who wanted to know what that is workout routine Listen, is. it is so funny that you should say that. Cause you know what my nickname for you is? What? Sheriff Fitwood. <laughs> oh, that's it right. Beats, it, it beats some of the other acronyms I can come up with. No, well, I'm probably sure there's a couple in Volusia County, but no. So every time, every time you see the sheriff's, I, people don't know. Um, if you live in Volusia County, obviously you probably know by now. But if you live in other uh, other areas in Central Florida, the sheriff is a big bike rider. Yes, and he this is. this man I've heard has been known to go like 50 miles, 60 miles on his bike with no problem whatsoever. Uh, only cars. Yeah, <laughs> it's only cars. That's the only problem I encounter. What do you got? Two, two, two under your belt now, uh, right? September of 2017 in Ponce Inlet in yep. the, in the state park at six o'clock in the morning. Who would think a car would be in there? The gates were all closed, but there was a truck in there. Uh, and then uh, St. Patrick's Day of 2021, wow. a lady uh, Amazon shopping. She was, she was shopping on her down phone. Town West Boulevard, and she thought she hit a mailbox. Now I've been called a lot of things in my career, <laughs> wow. but a mailbox is not one of them. Yeah. Time to get those glasses checked, please. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, um, I see that, too. I want to tell you something. When I went out with the guys, when I went out with your SWAT team, I, I have never felt safer in my life. The, the, they are fit. I see them on the street, too. Like, I mean, on the street and then in regular clothing. And they, you take that seriously. And I know that with your, and I want to talk about your training academy also, second to none. They, there's no joking around about what you require. And when I say that, you're the leader, right? Um, 
the what you require out of those candidates. And I'm like, listen, after last week, right, I was like watching the playback. <laughs> and I'm a white T-shirt. And I like, it looked like I was smuggling a python under my thing. And I'm like, I need to work on my spare tire. <laughs> so I've been taking it a little more seriously. And I said, you know, maybe your uh, some of your people need to do a boot camp. I'd, I'd sign up for that. Uh, they they train really really hard for a, for a multitude of reasons. You always have to be on top of your game. But the other thing is, it's Florida, yeah. And those guys are wearing fifty, sixty pounds of equipment, and sometimes they're out there for five, six, mm-hmm. seven hours before they have to move and do something. So you need to be in peak physical condition to be yeah. on the SWAT team. I mean, there is no doubt about that. Yeah. You just you just can't make a mistake, and you can't you can't get tired. Yeah. yeah, we. I, I want to talk about real quick uh, your training center. Can you tell us, like, how? Tell us about it, and then I want to know how, as a community, we can be more supportive to that because I really believe in it. You, you, listen. I got absolute chills when I went to the graduation ceremony. Okay, for class two, it was kind of cool, and I was glad you were there to see that. And <sighs> I mean, the center was packed. Yeah, it was. What a, what a beautiful, beautiful venue. And and and, and I'll give them a shameless plug. Uh, if you have an event, you're going to get married, you're eat, whatever it is, you got to go take take a look at the center in Deltona. Yeah. It is beautiful. It mm-hmm. is. It we is. were there for the Ukrainian fundraiser. I remember we that were, time I got to be your boss. You got to be my boss. She was in charge of, 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 of all the waiters, and I was one of the waiters. God bless and you. She enjoyed every, And let me tell you, she enjoyed every minute of it. I'm pretty sure she she wasn't easy on her volunteers, I have no. to tell you. <laughs> but we, we were able to hold our graduation out there, and... All the, the recruits, the families, everybody talked about what a great venue and a great night it was. Mm-hmm. So to get where we, how we got there is in 2017, we were pushing 80 vacancies. 27, I'm sorry, 2021, coming out of COVID, okay. coming out of the summer of unrest with retirements, we could not recruit. The way it works in Florida, in most Florida organizations, is you pay 3000 or $3,500. Mm-hmm. You go to Daytona State College. Yep. Uh, you graduate, and then all the police departments and the sheriff's office try to recruit from there. Well, statistics show that 45% of those folks that graduate are unemployable. Okay. They're not told that up front. Ah, all right. But so what we were able to do with the help of the governor is I said, look, we, we there's no way I'll ever catch up. 80 vacancies, I'll never catch up under the current system. Got it. We have in the sheriff's office, certified firing range, certified classroom, certified defensive tactics, certified driving track. Why not? And certified instructors. Why not let me go out, recruit? Mm-hmm. We're going to raise our our starting pay. We're going to pay for their employees' health health care, so they don't have to pay for health care. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and we'll put you in the pension fund. Okay. So we got in probably since 2021 when we got approved to do this. We were well over a thousand. 1,200 wow. applicants. Yeah. And out of that, class one had 20, class two had 18, class three, which goes in at the end of this month of September, has 23. Wow. So that's 60 some odd people there toward my 80. And then we've got 10 other folks, 11 other folks who have come in from either other organizations in the state of Florida or from out of state. We have, we have Vermont, we have Maryland, we have Washington State, we have New York State. Folks have come to Volusia County to awesome. work here. So, and then as Dana saw, the it's it, it's a uh, uh, got a, almost twelve hundred hours worth of training. Physical fitness plays a yep. huge role in that. Sheriff, I got a question for you. Do you find it um, today? So obviously, Sheriff, you're fully aware of what transpired a couple years back when we said in Florida, all constitutional officer whole, um, positions are going to be elected and so forth. And then you, you, in essence, you kind of get to have more. You definitely get to have more control 
over your entire department and so forth. Do you, and this is not a knock on Volusia County. This is, this is happening all over. I think Broward and Miami Dade are coming up in, in, in 2025 and so forth. Do you find it a little easier for you to be able to do what you want to do with, you know, to your point about recruits and everything else you want to do. It's a hell of a lot easier. Okay. Right. It, it, you're, you, under the old way of doing things, under the, the, the county charter, you had no ability to move money around. You had no, no mobility to go and pay hiring bonuses or if you could afford it, pay for the medical care, all of these things that we're doing. Uh, your legal, your HR, your finance, your budgeting, your purchasing, all that's gone. Yeah. You, you work closely with the county on your budget, mm-hmm. you know, on that final number. But once you get it, you're free to go. And, and I'll give you an example, and, and Dana knows this, they contract with us, which is an absolute honor and a privilege to provide law enforcement services to the wonderful community of Deltona. Yes. The county drew up the contract mm-hmm. and over the years attached a service charge for lack of it. They could legally do that. Yeah. Well, Last in 2021, we became constitutional. My CFO said, "Hey, do you realize that we're overcharging Deltona nine hundred thousand yeah. dollars, and the county wants that money back?" And I'm like, "No." Yeah. So we refunded all of the cities that handling charge. Yep. So now, and they got even with us, didn't they? And they, they tried to. <laughs> yeah. So now the county decides. Well, now you're going. We're going to take over the contracts, and we're going to raise them. So, uh, uh, I think uh, I forget what you guys would have gone. Three million dollars. Three million. From, Three million dollars extra. And yeah. the Barry was going up probably seven hundred, six hundred thousand, or whatever. Everybody was going up. Yeah. So we had we have a meeting, and it did not go well. And, 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 and I say this, I, I have the great respect for George Reckonwald. We work very closely together. The guy's been fantastic with the implementation of Amendment 10. And after he had his piece, I, the next day when everything calmed down, I said, listen, George, <laughs> you guys... You guys can't. You can't do this. Hey, can you just tell wait, no, me? No, wait, wait. Was it? Was, did you really say, "Hey, you can't do this," or was there something else that got thrown in there? Like, no, no. no actually, <laughs> actually, it was. It was a really good it's conversation. Not. It was. I said, "Listen, I, I, I spoke to five other sheriffs in Central Florida. Yeah, sheriffs cannot own property. Sheriffs cannot make money. When we go into a contract, it's exact cost. It's yeah. not handling charges. It's not whatever. We can go and say to Deltona, hey." God forbid gas prices, hurricane, tornado, will charge a uh, uh, contingency yeah. charge. But next year, that money gets credited towards your account. So if we if you charged, you know, 150000 God forbid, if, in case something were to happen, well, next year, their budget's $150,000 less. Yep. And he, he, he got it. He said, okay, we just have to figure out. And we've always done it this way, and we're just a little slow coming around. So now all the cities are being charged at the exact cost. We've entered into a two-year contract with all of our contract cities. Mm-hmm. And I think that the taxpayers deserve that. I mean, nine hundred thousand dollar rebate last year. Yeah. How many years were they paying? Well, I want everybody to know that definitely when that uh, when it all was coming down in Tallahassee, obviously you know it's hard for me to sometimes voice my opinion uh, as a staffer, but I will tell you this right now. Uh, <laughs> I will tell you right now as a staffer that I was very much uh, in favor of it. I felt that you and other sheriffs should definitely be able to control, have a lot more control, and say what's going on. Yep. Um, not only that, but also, I'm a big fan. Um, I know your predecessor Excuse fought hard me. on this. Go ahead. Excuse yeah. me. You want to? I'm just going to say yeah. that you fucking won on a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you bet that I would have said. Oh! <laughs> 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 
He's good. Damn. He's good. He's good. Uh, we yeah. had an we had an over and under silent. I, thing. I wouldn't go. We're not done yet. Yeah, if no, you no, 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 may, go, may go flying out. <laughs> Listen, it was the first fifteen minutes. Well, had you brought up Jim Deneen, I guarantee I would have <laughs> said, "Well, that that <laughs> that that, that fucking idiot." I guarantee you that would have come flying out. Hey, you got to stick your cord. My relationship yeah, yeah. with uh, George is completely a different animal than yeah. it is with uh, with the little. Well, what I'll, what I'll say, Sheriff, is that look, I, I had this conversation the other night. I was over in Lake County um, doing some things, and what I'll tell you is that I'm also a big fan of, or let me put it this way, I'm not a big fan of cities, just me personally, having their own police departments. Look, if you're a big city like Orlando and some others, I understand the reasoning behind it, but there are a number of smaller cities here in Volusia County that have their own police departments, and look, it is what it is. I'm just going to say, though, for me personally, uh, I would, as you're doing all this cost share, because people don't realize, especially the taxpayers don't realize, there's a lot of liability you take on as a city yep. um, that folks don't realize. And there's a lot that the sheriff's office does for the city of Deltona that sometimes, and Sheriff, please correct me if I'm wrong, there are things that are sometimes just part of doing business in his overall contract, but that we don't get these all these extra charges for that sometimes as a city you may have to incur. You're, you are correct. Okay. We, we, when something goes down in Deltona, not only is it the 82 deputies that are assigned here, mm-hmm. it's the entire force. Well, of the sheriff's office. You yep. get a homicide, you get a rape, uh, you know, anything like that, something major, everything's coming running here. And and that's the, we get that's the bird. The you get, we get everything. The, we get the bird. Get everything. Yeah. Hey, you know that there is a uh, Facebook page donated or, or dedicated to uh, where the where's the bird, right? <laughs> there really is. Is there really? There really is. I, I have to get you linked up with that. Yeah. Can, you, uh, can, can, you, can you, I mean, uh, he figured out already what was going on with the final. I haven't figured this out. What was the bird? I mean, I can tell you what the bird is, the but bird, I don't know. The bird, the chopper. Air, Air one. one. Oh, Air one. Oh, I'm my sorry. God. Get with it. This is why I have I'll my hat. What, I'm going to throw a quarter in just because I was being ignorant on that one. Hey, listen. I'm going to tell you something. Because ignorance sometimes is like a curse. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we have an app that tells you where the bird is if you sign up. It, really? It's, okay. Yeah, it's called Safer Watch. Oh. You sign up. You put your address in. And when Air One is hovering over your neighborhood, you'll get a text message telling you why we're flying over and what we're looking for. So I want to comment on this really quick. So for all my folks who are on Ring, because I have Ring at my house, and these people go ape shit on, on, on Ring when they're like, oh, why is a helicopter flying over? Blah, blah, blah. You heard it here first, folks. The sheriff has an app out there. So now instead of everybody just going you know crazy on, on Ring, like uh, I see so many messages that come through. I'm like, people, calm the hell down. And yeah. now you know. Hey, 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 hey. Oh. Thank you. Oh, I know how. You just said it twice more. Put the money in. Right, you're yeah. going to run out of money in the first 15 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> well, you got five. You got a five in I'll there. Le- so. I'll let him buy more. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. Yeah. You got that five in there. I'm sure we can elicit something for $5 yeah. here. <laughs> um, I want to um, also talk about, um, can you tell us, because I know that we discussed it in ComStat, that we do have a, an older population, yep. right? We yep. have um, a single population. Isn't there now where we can have our home security system, like I happen to own uh, Arlo camera system, that we can get connected with the sheriff's department? Is that? Can you explain that? Yeah. Uh, Ring has an app, I'm sure you know this, yep. that you can just check and you automatically will allow us if a crime occurs. Uh, and I think it's a two or three hour window. We can go back and review your video. So the other apps that Dana says, we have a uh, – a system that we're putting in a place. It's in the schools right now. We're, we're rolling it out to the neighborhoods. It's called Fuchsius, okay. which does the same thing. It does the same feature that uh, Ring has, except yeah. this this software will interface with anything. 
Oh. So we can do exactly that, that same exact thing. We, you can do it where if Dana's on vacation and she gives us permission that if, if, if an alarm goes off, you guys have permission to look inside my house as you're responding. Oh, okay. So if you have cameras inside, it, it only go if only if the alarm were to sound as deputies are responding to real-time crime center could scan the inside of the house, hey, the back door's open. There's somebody in there who's in the bedroom right now. There's yep. car. So you can all that information gets relayed to the responding deputies, which is a game changer because even if you get there and the burglar leaves, everything we have it all. We have it all the broadcast out that hey, the car left. Here's what it is. Here's the direction it traveled. And you know what? Here's the thing too. I know some people are big brothered out even by LPRs. That's license plate readers. I think they're a godsend. I was just going to talk, but go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. <clears throat> they're god. No, Eric. Go ahead. No, 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 go no. Please, by all means, go ahead. I mean, I know I did. See, I want to talk about consensus here. See, right. consensus, right? Okay. Um, they have been a godsend for our town. I know that um, not only tracking um, stolen vehicles, right, but uh, cars, vehicles used in the commission of a crime. You know, so um, can can we talk about that? Can we talk about um, you know the use of those and I, again, I know that people are, um, some people are big brothered out by that. I'm I'm definitely not because I want safety in the community with this crazy, because there's crazies out there. I'm going to tell you something. I got into, uh, I got into a situation with someone on Facebook, right? They, it was Little Peter. Oh, that okay. Co code name yeah. Little Peter. Yep. I ain't talking about and I'm going to tell you, this dude is fucking crazy. And I'm, I'll put my I'll put my corner. And he's a fucking crazy guy. And uh, look here. Read, read right there, Sheriff. Just You got your glasses here. Right there. Oh, it's it, it funny you little say Peter, that. Little Peter. <laughs> That's who I was outside. On the, not about that, but about that very issue, Little Peter. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you something. He worked for me at one point in time. He is fucking crazy. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Sadly, he is going to be an active shooter. He, I'm going to tell you. He ain't bullshitting. The, the fucking guy oh had my, the guy got in a spat with me. I'm not no bullshit. No bullshit. With, oh God, more quarters. I know. <laughs> he had my address. He knew where I lived, and like not just as a female, but like as an elected official too. That's scary. You know what I mean? Let, that, isn't that scary? Let me give you a little background on him. Okay. I was going to fire him in 2007, 2008, somewhere maybe nine. He was dating a NASCAR executive's daughter, mm. and he breaks up with her. Okay. He starts stalking her. Shut up. The father calls him and says, you go near my daughter again, I'm going to DBPD, and I'm taking your badge. Mm. His response, he has sexually explicit pictures of this guy's daughter and sends them to him. Oh, my God. Which then opened up our investigation, to which then he retires. Well, around that time... He was also a member of the United States military. We get informed they're looking for some, they're looking for his personnel file because he's accused of two rapes. Oh, jeez! And they want my captain in charge of administration to come up to testify on behalf of the federal government. Yeah. And eventually, we we do all everything we need, and then they say, "Hey, the case resolved itself. Forget about it." He's been Baker acted, so that you know, he's threatened to kill Port Orange cops, and if, and he is armed to the teeth. And the fact that he found out your home address, you do have something to worry about. Because no he shit. is an active, this guy is an active shooter. And he lives around the corner from me, too. Well, so and here's the thing. That's scary, too, because I have, like, what I called, like, um, uh, uh, probably a year ago. I had, and I think that, I think that you might remember this, but I had 
this unstable person did the same thing, said that they would have somebody outside my house protesting, um, you know, told me that I should be subservient, that I'm a, their servant, right, and learn how to serve. They clearly don't know you. And, yeah. And, and, <laughs> Sheriff, you're and, right. And told, me, and told me to eat a bag of dicks. Oh. You know what I mean? Not that nobody said that before, but what I'm saying is, is that a real, is that a thing? Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, if, you, if you're going to get him for hell. Yeah, please, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you got me too. But my point is, is that it is scary to be, it's scary to be a female. You know what can I mean? I tell now, you, can yeah. I tell you, Dana, so, you know, one of the things I try to do, Sheriff, is I, uh, I highlight individuals who I think are momos. It's a word I used to use when I was a kid growing up in Jersey a lot of times. And what I'll tell you is if you're out there, this individual or anybody else, and you're stalking people or threatening and stuff like that, I just, dude, you're a big momo. I'm yeah. sorry. You're a momo. Yeah. I, there's, there's no reason for that shit, and I'll be more than happy throwing it for that one. But there's no reason for that, and uh, just dude, people need to get your stuff together. We, we, we put out an officer safety bulletin today in reference to that because this person's walking around a county building. He's legally armed with a badge acting off his rocker. And and I can see something bad happening here, and I, we put it out, which really set him off because now he's off on on a tangent, sending emails all over the place about you know, yeah, about everything. But he, he's he's a dangerous person, and sadly, we come across more and more of them. And you don't realize it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I thought the police chief was tough, man. When you get elected, yeah. there there are what you call momos. Yeah, momos. Yeah, yeah you got it. I call them <laughs> fucking momos. Yeah. Right <laughs> I, I get, Let me warm up. You'll get it in there. Yeah. I get uh, I, yeah, I get I've gotten love letters. I call them love letters, you know. Um and it's one of those things um that it uh you know, I mean, it's one of the reasons that we have um it, one of the reasons that we have metal detectors at City Hall. And there the this there's a school of thought out there, oh my god, that's stupid. We shouldn't have to go through that. But listen, you have a uh, you know who I'm talking about too, the Eric Brandt, I think mm -hmm. that was his name, calling from Colorado, telling yep. the mayor that he's fucking coming after her. You you worry. And the advent of people having such access to guns and then also the problems that we have with mental health, because that's what it is. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's untreated uh, untreated mental he mental health. And when you add that with um, when you add that with someone that has um, been made to feel less than because of their own whatever, right, mental health, add guns, okay, add no mental health resources to speak of, which you know that that's yep. one of my huge platforms, yep. you have a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You, yeah. you do. And, and we need to. The, the person that Dana just spoke about is in federal prison oh, wow. for, for threatening to kill so, a federal judge. Yeah. So listen, as you, as everybody probably knows already, I'm obviously you know, and I'm not to say, and this is not to take away from anybody else at this table or, or anybody else listening, but I'm a you know, as Danny, you know, I'm a big you know Second Amendment person, concealed carry, and all that stuff. However, I will say this, and the metal detectors, I understand the reason behind the metal detectors, I really do. Um, but what I'll say is this: is that if you're any type of group, or just a couple individuals. And you are going to your city hall or any other public building uh, where there's some sort of congregation for whatever reason, um, and you are you are speaking in a way that looks very threatening, or you're talking about like, oh, we're going to storm city hall. This is BS and yeah. blah 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 blah. All I'm saying is you're asking for your city. I'm not saying it's right 100. percent I'm just telling you, but you're asking for your city to look at the the possibility of putting adding metal detectors yeah. because. 
Listen, man, I, and Dana, you're, as an elected official and sheriff, you're an elected official, and, and obviously, you know, not my specific role, but I work with a lot of elected officials. I'm going to tell you right now, it can be a scary thing because you just don't know where they're coming yeah. from sometimes. And in our society where there's mental health issues, it's a real thing that we need to be at least mindful of. I'm not talking about taking, taking people's rights away and all that stuff, but it's just we definitely need to be mindful of, and there's a fine line I, I know we have to walk, and Sheriff, I'm pretty sure you're well aware of this, but we need to be just uh, cities and folks and other elected officials need to be proactive. I'm not saying that we put elected officials on a, on a certain you know, higher pedestal, but it's just it's a real thing when you start talking like that. It just Well, th- when they're talking like that, they're, they're looking for a high visibility target that's going to yeah. further perpetuate what yeah. they're saying. Yes. You know, it's just like going in and annihilating yeah. children and trying to pass the previous shooter yeah because they think it elevates them so if they can knock off an elected official or somebody who's prominent in the community hey it makes my cause so much more yes you know more many more people many more eyes are looking at that yeah and and that is it's it's uh the i'm i'm happy that the metal detectors there listen i am not um i'm not unintelligent in the fact that that somebody could shoot you outside your house right it's not lost on me but i'm telling you with with that kind of behavior, it, you know, like I have actually been driving home for, from commission meetings, okay, and a vehicle be following me, right? And this is after that, after this, mm-hmm. after this incident. A vehicle be following me, and, dude, I literally drive around my block. I try to lose them. If you're following me, I'm not going down my street. I'm going right back up to District 4 is right. where I'm going. Right. You know yeah, what right. I mean? So, um, it. But I feel safe with with you know with you guys out on the street and well, um, personal yeah. question: Do you have a concealed weapons permit? No, I, I, I know somebody could set that up for you. Yeah. We could take good care of you. Okay. Seriously, hey, we do it for our residents. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I love your range well, out there at the training center. Come on, come on out. Yeah, I, you, you know, know when I did your simulation when I went in there because we had okay. So the whole thing with that is that we had a fundraiser mm-hmm. for the Ukraine. Uh, thank you, Sheriff Chitwood. You were excellent in your tuxedo. You were a fantastic server. I would give you five out of five stars. You were good. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Now we're sitting here. It's amazing how your memory over time becomes so much more. Yeah, yeah. Come on, hurry up and get that. That's where get, get that. Get that table clear. She just kind of. She just kind of glossed over all. She did. Well, yeah. time time heals all wounds. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh yeah, it was great. Everything back then. She was back in the kitchen yelling yeah. at us. <laughs> get that stuff picked up. Let's get on a move. Hey, but did you die? No, you did it was, not. You came was, out a better was, man for it. It was, <laughs> it, was it, it was fantastic, and we raised a lot of money for a great cause. We did. We raised a lot of money. A couple of friends and I um, bid on going to dinner with Sheriff Chitwood, which you have uh, great taste. We had a we went to garlic, yeah. Oh, which okay, is going to yes. be featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's going to oh, see yeah. which county it? will be there. Okay. Yeah, awesome. it was fantastic. We had a fantastic dinner, um, and uh, we we had great conversation. And that's how um, she got the sheriff's hat. Not to interrupt her, because uh, that's how she learned the next morning. Her narcotics complaint was being yeah because we were having a late dinner yeah right and he was like I gotta go I gotta get up at three o'clock in the morning I'm like where are you going (laughs) (laughs) and he said we're gonna do a thing I'm like I want to do the thing so it was like yeah early early morning wait a minute that's my complaint well then you might as well come yeah exactly you know so you know so most people don't realize that so for example. Sometimes I'll see my brother and we're like, you know, he doesn't really talk much about what he does. And, and I respect it tremendously. I do. But sometimes I'm sitting there. I'm like, hey, so uh, what are you up to? 
uh, I got a thing to do. Tell me about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this thing to do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think, not to speak for Nana, but she got to be there for the briefing. Yeah. Okay. So oh. you get to see, here's how, the equipment. Here's, Kudos here, to you. Yeah. here's how we got there. Here's who our suspects are. Here's what we can expect. Here's the layout of the house. Here's all the equipment. And then she climbed right in and... And that well, or like a well-oiled machine, can I tell you, really, they were moving in such stealth mode. They were quiet. They were well-trained. They were like, they were all serious. I'm like, I need to work out with them. So uh, listen, so what I want to kind of go into a little tiny bit since we have the sheriff here is, so talking about the preparation and stuff, and and I'm going into lead up of things, right, and how things are perceived sometimes by the public and law enforcement. And remember I told you a couple, about two episodes back, there was this incident that happened in Arkansas did not look good the way it came down, but I, I'm ho- I was reserving judgment because yeah. I, I yeah, always, yeah. I'm always like, hey, look, you know, the, the the video doesn't show everything, and I want sheriff to, if you want, take a little bit of time on, on just these things on lead up where people sometimes the community doesn't fully understand, or just, and this is just nationwide where they don't really fully understand what goes into some of these things and what's happening with individuals. Um, hey, just be careful with the little the 10 second video because it may not tell the whole entire story. Obviously, the elected official, she got a little bit more of the story that was going on. And this way, as an elected official, if something came down that news that went a little different than maybe what you guys were expecting, now as an elected official, she can kind of go, hey, no, 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 there was a ton of preparation going into this. Let me tell you what happened, or as much as she could. But anyways, if you could. Yeah, unfortunately, we live in a society, and I'll use News 13, we will give you Central Florida in 90 seconds. There is no way in 90 seconds you're going to cover what really happened. So if somebody sees that 10-second soundbite, and they're off and running. They're blowing up social media. They're, they, they've already made their judgment. Instead of taking a step back and saying, let's look at the big picture here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as Americans, we're just bad at it. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an anecdotal story if we got a second. Yeah. Uh, when I was a police chief in Daytona Beach, we had just finally uh, put our body cameras on everybody. We get a call for a woman screaming for help. And the call comes in. She's being threatened with a knife. She's being threatened with an axe. She's being threatened with a gun. Uh we get there, and the woman is screaming, help me, help me, help me, he's going to kill me. So we take the door. And as we take the door, there is a former NFL lineman who played for the Washington Redskins. I think he went to BCU, if I remember correctly. He grabs this skinny woman, holds her up as a human shield, and begins to plow the knife in oh, her wow. chest. Oh, wow. We shoot him. We wound her in the arm, but we hit, we hit him and put him down. Phone rings five minutes after this incident, three o'clock in the morning. All right, I'm on my way out. And I lived maybe three miles away. I get there. There's about 200 people outside of the house. The mayor's there, Mayor Henry. His brother's there already. And his brother, Patrick, walks up to me and says, this is what I mean about the cops. Just kick in the door and shoot somebody in the bed. I'm like, hold on, commissioner. You're a commissioner. You're the last person should be saying that. All these guys have body cameras. Let's check the body cameras first. I don't have to check the body cameras. I know how cops react. They heard a woman scream. They kicked the door and they shot this guy. Okay. Well, can I just say, I fucking hope you kicked the door in if you hear a woman scream. We did. She was screaming, help, he's going to kill me. He's killing me. He's killing me. So now you got to go retreat. You have all these people out there. Mm-hmm. Next, you know, daylight's coming up, streets shut down, everybody and their mothers on social media. We go in and we watch the body camera footage. And the body camera footage is everything I told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They announce police. She's screaming. He's got her in front of on the front. It was a small room. It was a room about as big as this. And then he falls back on the bed and he starts plunging the nest, knife in her chest. She's screaming. He's stabbing me. One of the cops yells, he's doing her. He's doing her. And we, we fire seven or eight shots. Yeah. Now, I bring the commissioner and the mayor in and say, 
before I go to press or do anything, I want you to watch this. And now I need you to reach out to the neighborhood and the pastors and tell them what you saw. Yep. Because we're about to have a riot here. Yep. Yeah. Because of, of, the, of the irresponsible actions of an elected official not waiting. The one who should be saying, hey, yeah. if they're wrong, I'll be the first one to call them out. But if they're right, let's see what happened. And thank yep. God, by noon, it was a non-story. Because yeah. we released the video, the mayor got up and spoke, black clergy got up and spoke. It was all good. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Um, I was sorry, Dana. I was just going to say that. So and something that other folks don't realize, too, is this is just another little story. So a couple of years back with my former boss, um, there was an incident that happened at the racetrack over by Finland and, um, uh, Finland uh, and yeah. Saxon. There was a shooting in the bathroom yes. over there. Yes. And so obviously they only got a portion of the video and so forth. So my former boss and I went at, at the um, uh, with the sheriff, and he was kind enough to say, hey, look, because there were some folks already kind of clamoring a little bit mm. and kind of saying whatever, and then we got an opportunity to go in there. And I saw the, I saw the footage. Thank you very much, Sheriff. And I, I, I want folks to understand something. Some of these instances where you're talking with folks, especially if they're high on something, yeah. you don't realize how m more jacked up or juiced yep. up people are when they're in that scenario and how much more difficult it is for law enforcement to contain an individual. Um, and obviously there was, I think, some. eventually, I think, Sheriff, you did release the, um, some of the footage. I don't I remember it correctly or not. But there was an, it was an incident where it was – there was a, there was a lawful shooting that happened in there. Uh, it, it, was it was just, it was lawful. It, it yeah. absolutely was yeah. lawful, and um, you know. But sometimes lawful can be awful. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. But, yeah, the, yeah. But, yeah. but to get to your point, people don't realize that yep. that you know what our pain threshold is. When, man, when you're jacked up, yeah, it yeah. don't matter how many yeah. tasers you, you hit them with yeah. or what you do, but they just ain't feeling it. Yeah, and and then it creates a whole other dynamic of now. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. you know how do you get this guy into custody when he ain't going? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to talk about real quick. Um, well, I could sit here and talk two hours about this, but I need to talk about us at the county level, <coughs> excuse me, at the state level and at the city levels. We need to start supporting your juvenile justice programs. We How do we do that, Sheriff? What do we do? How do we get you more money? Because right now we have a very famous well-connected L.A. sitting in the room with us that can whoa, take whoa, these things whoa. up to Tallahassee um, because... You give me way too much credit, Dana, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, listen, again, we talk about on our Patreon. We'll, we'll get yeah. you the true tea there. Yeah. But I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how we get you more money because here's the thing. First of all, the county's gone to roll back. Right. It looks sexy. It looks glamorous. I think it's shit, right. okay, because I think that it takes money away from programs mm -hmm. that we so desperately need. Um, juvenile justice being one of them. They, we talk about getting money from communities, but communities don't have the money. Do you know why? Because we have a governor that's sitting with an extra $4 billion that he vetoed out of programs that could maybe help us. Uh, so I'd like some of that $4 billion back from the state. I'd like for that to trickle down to the county. I'd like the county to quit being such tight asses, and I would like for us to have this money. So how do we do this, Sheriff? Well, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be invited to our, our grand opening, as are a lot of other people. Right now... Uh, for what the county has given us through federal funds and through the county's investment in the old uh, United Way building. Okay, yep. Uh, we are good for the next couple years. And I say we, we can stand on our own till the grants and the people mm -hmm. working on the budgets can start funneling the state funds into us that are needed. Because there are 16 other jacks in the state. Yep. The majority of their funding comes from, from DJJ. Yeah. So we're working with, uh, I think it's, uh, Eric's going to kill me, but the DJJ... 
uh, secretary. He's, yes. all, he's all on board with this. And to get the Danish point, what we're doing, I don't know if you're aware of what we're doing, after we had the 14-year-old and the 12-year-old shoot at us, what we all knew I and, remember, and yeah, nobody okay. talked about was how broken the system was with yep. these kids that have mental yep. and severe mental problems and are hey, violent. Can I, can I pause yeah. for one second? And yeah. I, I want to talk about this for a second, okay? Because you know that I was one of the harshest critics about that young lady going away to, yep. to jail. Yep. But after our conversation, I feel much better. And am I, and am I able to talk about what we talked about? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I want to talk about this because one of my things was why did the 12-year-old boy get tried as a juvenile, right, and she was an adult? Obviously, she doesn't have the mental capacity. And what we talked about is uh, sadly to say that jail is the safest place for her right now to make sure that she is getting the proper counseling, the proper nutrition, and the proper medication that she needs to move forward. And is that not fucked up? You know what I mean? The safest place where a child is in jail because of the lack of programming that we ha- I just need to go ahead and throw this $5 yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> See, they resolve the rest of the shit. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, just, just put it in there. I might have to bum some off you. But, Sheriff, isn't that, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that kind of sad? Well, when you, when you, because when Dana brought the, our, our attention, you know, it's, it's a battle between the public defender and the state attorney. You know, how do you yeah. proceed? What do you do? And then, you know, when I sit down with the jail folks, and they're like, well, she has her own wing. She's fed. She has hobbies. And she gets to see her therapists and psychiatrists. They're with her all the time. She's yep. on her medication. She's back taking classes. But to Dana's point, this is the only way we can accomplish yep. this, yeah. is having her kind of there. She, she, she associates with other – she has visiting time where other kids from, that are in secure custody will come over and do things with her. But still, the point is, this is the best we can do. And, and this just didn't happen in a vacuum. This kid has had, had a series of Ongoing. problems for years. Okay. Yeah. She used to come around my neighborhood looking for for dogs. For dogs. She wanted right. something to love. Right. You know what I mean. Right. Yeah. So what the what uh, that was the really the driving force that got all of the entities together in one room: DCF, DJJ, Halifax Behavioral, SMA, House Next Door. Everybody came together and said, "Wow, this is a bigger problem than we yeah, thought it is." Exactly. Does so, the state know that? Does the state know that? Well, I listen. Here's what I'll tell you. I, look. I like when I, he's I, he's pivoting. And no, he's, no, 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 no. No, he's pivoting. No, not pivoting. Well, are you processing? I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm walking. I'm walking the fine line. Okay, go ahead. So what I will just say is that look, we are trying to do more when it comes to mental health. We honestly are. Um, so, as you know, former Senate President Andy Gardner put a lot of money into mental health, yeah. and we are continuing that effort. May not be as big as some want, but we are continuing the effort. What I will just say is this: you know who would this, do that, right? You know, if you would get my fangirl. Sam Garrison in here that he would do something about it. I'm work. I told you I'm working on it. Just okay, sorry. Take it sure. easy. No, take no it easy. you're good. You're good. So what I'll say on that is, look, I do firmly believe we can always do more in Florida on that because I see a lot of times what we're doing is we're using our jails as kind of like that that first yep. resort. Right. Yep. Um, right. Drug treatment is one. Yep. Right. Uh, locking them up is is not the answer, Sheriff. You know this is yep. it tends to be much more expensive than just a drug treatment, and you have a lower recidivism rate when it yep. comes to treatment in general. Yep. And to this point on this conversation here, I do believe that more should be done on the front end so you're not having to spend as much money or have this child in a jail cell yep. on the back end. You know what I mean? And yep. I, we're probably going to save a lot more years down the road mm-hmm. um, by having that pre-treatment there as opposed to waiting you know, as, as opposed to waiting. To it's the an investment and, yeah. in the future, and, and we really need to take that seriously. You know that in Deltona, we don't have a, we don't have a facility. Like, um, we don't have any outpatient centers. I mean, I think, I don't know what Halifax is or Advent is building over there, right? 
but we need those uh, to be Deltona-centric, right? We need more of that. Um, I know that the sheriff, sheriff, you have a program now where you y'all have mental health, right? Or, or that you pilot guys, program. Yeah, you guys are part of a pilot between SMA and FPNL. They bought us ten or twelve iPads. Okay. So when we go to somebody and Craig, we just use this on a vet. He couldn't get into the VA. Mm. Going to kill himself. Yeah. Don't send anybody to the house. Dispatcher, we have a person in mental health. Dispatcher in the console said, "Look, we're just going to come by and give you an iPad, and you could speak to yeah. a licensed psychologist." All right. Put yeah. the iPad on the porch. The guy talked to the licensed counselor for two and a half hours. Wow. Called us back to give us the iPad and hugged the sergeant. Yeah. Wow. Said, I was absolutely going to kill myself. Nobody cares. This, I feel so much better. This SMA rescheduled me. I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't have to wait three months out. It, yep. was, yeah. it, it validated. That one life validated this pilot program. Because I'm just going to say... Sheriff Fit would be getting shit. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to say, and well, that's the way that you have to drive through a community today. Same thing with substance abuse. You know, I talk about this, and I drive this home all the time when we are in um, Comstat meetings. Mm -hmm. When I look at the numbers, domestic violence numbers, and I always ask. I know that y'all are working on it, but I always ask because we we are getting where we're more data driven, which I really like. I think the data provides a lot of insight, right, mm -hmm. to get us yep. to work on core yep. issues. Yep. And so being data-driven, um, how much drug and alcohol is involved, right, in the incidents? What percentage of incidents are drug and alcohol involved in in domestic violence situations? Because, you know, we, Deltona Strong, um, our, my nonprofit that I'm involved with, um, we used to go, you know, your sheriff would call, call us in the middle of the night. They don't, we don't have anybody else. We don't have anybody. Can you go take this person here? Can you go do this? And we just really need more of that, the community is out of money. You know this because you used to be involved in a nonprofit that is no longer here that yep. used to serve a huge, um, a, you know what I mean, yep, a I huge, know. and we don't have that, and we need to be building more of that in our community. That's, that's what the impetus to get what both these are saying about the front end. Any kid that comes in contact with law enforcement mm -hmm. gets a mental health substance abuse screening. Mm -hmm. Right there, you have all the entities with the family, and as opposed to waiting six months or nine months or a year when you go to court for that to happen, it already has started. Yeah. And and if you're a Volusia County resident and your kid is having problems, you don't have to wait for them to come in contact with law enforcement. Yeah. You can go right there. We have somebody that will walk you through the insurance, and you could start right then and there helping these kids because the kids reflect the general population of, of our of our yeah. cities. Yeah. It's no different because right. they're in school. This they is who's going to be in problems. charge. This is who's going to be in charge. This is great. My social security is resting <laughs> yeah, here on these kids oh for God, crying out loud. Man. Well, I mean, yeah. to, to, so to the part of the, the, the bigger part of the conversation is there's a lot that can be getting. Look, Tallahassee gives money. Um, to, I think there's a bunch of different um, mental care, care centers like Halifax is a part of the group. And there's, throughout the state, there's, there's a bunch of different ones. And, what, and obviously SMA and others, um, the, you know, they, they receive funding from, uh, from the state as well in some capacity. I want what, some what just, human what, capital investment. That's what, what I what want. I'll, what I'll say is that, you know, look, I think there's a model here that not just Volusia, but other counties can look at. And what can we do here? The money's going to flow a certain way coming down to Halifax as a, as a safety net hospital and so forth and others. But there's also, I think, things that we can do here from the ground up as well. And this project that um, the sheriff's talking about, I think there's yeah. just one way we can attack our, our, it. Our position with this, and, and Senator Wright has helped us with this. Oh, it, my God. It, you know, can I just say that I love that man? I, I do. He's fantastic. He really he, is. He's, he's a great friend of ours. His thing is the accountability. He's yeah. saying just what you said. Yeah. The money goes to DCF, and then they sublet it out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, who is holding those folks accountable to yeah. do what they're telling us they're doing? 
He said, so before we give you more money, let's look up and say, why aren't they delivering these services in Volusia yeah. County they should be delivering? And Sheriff, and that's part of the conversation. So beyond the money portion of it, even from Tallahassee is accountability. I mean, we had an issue not too long ago where, you know, there was a CEO from uh, this human trafficking, trafficking organization was a big story. And some of the stuff that you end up finding out that she's doing uh, as far as taking money to set in the other. And then obviously Tallahassee came down hard. Because it's an organization that's as well as they should. statewide, and they should, and they and they, they came down hard in an organization. And so what I'll just, to your point, Sheriff, yes, there is more that we can be doing, working with state legislators and so forth to make sure that all these groups, if there's money coming down, let's make sure the money's coming down all the way and that we're holding all, all these organizations because these are public dollars. Yep. Well, it's what Dana said. Yeah. You know, you're statistic-driven. What programs exactly. are statistically driven to show we're going to have success with this thing? You're not going to have 100% success, but yeah, yeah. You know, what are we doing here that's tried and true that we could, yeah. we could benefit from? Yeah, and that's going to be, again, all day long, data-driven, and that's where, we're, that's where we're headed to, you know. Hey, I want to talk about what pisses you off. What pisses me off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me we can be here for at least another we, hour. We no, could. No, uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a laid back guy. I'm not a type A personality. <laughs> hey, listen, I've heard uh, everything but that describing you, Sheriff. <laughs> uh, on the police side of the house, as the sheriff or police chief or as a cop, I, laziness yeah. really goes up my ass. Yeah. Is that a curse word? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Laziness goes up my ass. Lying. That's there, twice. There's no reason. Hey. Oh, I'm not paying attention. It just comes out so naturally. That's okay. Lying, when I have deputies that lie or officers that lie, mm -hmm. that really goes up my ass. To it. I'm going to be broke here by the time we're done. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, 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 and then uh, there are certain crimes yeah. that you don't sleep well, and there are crimes against the elderly and crimes against the very young. Yeah. You know, you, you opt to go out and sell drugs, and another drug dealer guns you down. Hey, you know, that's, that's occupational hazard. Yeah. yeah. But when you victimize these young kids – where you go and you know attack and rape and murder and rob an elderly member of our community, those are things that you just you just are unforgivable. Can we talk opinion. about getting some? Um, can we talk about getting? Listen, you guys do an incredible job of getting them off the streets. But I think the state and the county, as powers be, do do a shit job of keeping them in. I, I really uh, do. And you know, you know that there you go. That pisses me off. Is the uh, is the other side? It's like the wizard. It's like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Who's behind the curtain? Yeah. yeah. Well, you see the cops, and you see, hey, they, they locked up so and so. An example was the uh, incident we had with this six year old little girl with the guy saying, "I'm going to make her a girl." Yeah. I'm gonna, and yeah, all this that, other yeah, shit. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, there, there's a that air scumbag yeah. central. This guy, five thousand dollar bond, yeah, and that's shit. And. You know, he he's back out, right back in the neighborhood, and and you know, and and basically telling everybody, and I'll say it: go fuck yourself, fuck the criminal justice system. Uh, we're good to go. Yeah, hey, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw one in there for the sheriff too. So yeah, did you put two in? So and nobody knows that they just look and say, well, well, okay, you locked up, but he's out. Well, yeah, behind the curtain, yeah. there's wheeling and dealing, and judges that don't want to apply. You know the 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 uh, bail or common sense. Yeah. You know this third time kid got locked up for a robbery, and this time he shot somebody. Yeah, and and they're letting him out again. I'm like whoa whoa whoa! Three times with gun violence. What are we doing? Write an essay. So uh, what I'll tell you is so on this. Yeah, that, and no, because listen, it's, it talks to a bigger picture on the issue of the state is constantly reviewing, as you know, and I know Dana's not a big fan because she's a local city commissioner on the you know on the issue of you know, home rule. And whatever. And there are times when we see things. And look, and some of the judges have come out to Tallahassee because Tallahassee said, hey, wait a minute. 
yeah, we want to give you guys discretion, but there are just certain things that you guys are just being a little too flagrant on, and we got to pull, we got to rein that in a little bit. Yeah. And it happens with the city yeah. sometimes. I'm not saying Dana. And I'm yeah, not you are. Be, no, no, yeah, no, you no, are. No, no, no. That's I'm not so to be much no. overreach there. It's no, like let the city's fucking government, let the county government. No, I hear but you. The but the state has come in, and no, it's like y'all are big, no, wielding no, no, a no, big no, stick. No, no. This is where we're gonna disagree. Hey, you're not the boss of me. I'm liking this. Yeah, this is where she and I. So she and I disagree about this all the time. No, not disagree, but we just have a difference. On some of the, on where how far it goes, yeah. And, and the I'll fact say that you're is wrong that we and have, I'm right. There's a saying, no, no bullshit. There was a, there's a saying that we have, which is cities gone wild in Tallahassee. Which we there are cities that do some of this nonsense. You kind of go really, you know. And then what I'll say on the flip side of that, to, to your point, sheriff, on the judges, there are judges. You kind of go, what the fuck is this judge doing, right? No, I know. And I'm just sitting there, kind of going, that's where Tallahassee goes. And then you know, obviously Tallahassee. You know, has been very pro law enforcement. We're kind of going, wait a minute, and anti crime, and just going. I know sometimes we go, we may go too far for some. I'm just my point is, is that when the sheriff is talking about, hey, you know, what are we doing, letting this guy out? Well, there's a certain amount of discretion. It's not the sheriff. It's not anybody else. There's a, there's a certain amount of discretion we allow the judges, and we're hoping they're going to apply the law, you know, equally and justly across the board. But sometimes it doesn't happen with some of the wheel and deal that goes behind the scenes. And I'm just like, what? And you know? you're hoping, and you're hoping, and here's the thing. You know what you are? You're the girl that gets stood up at the prom. You're hoping, you know what I mean? You get yeah. dressed up, you go get the bad guy off the street, and yeah. then 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 what? Yeah. He's well, fucking out on the street. Look at look at and and thank God for Tom Leake and uh, Paul Renner for changing the law with the child abuse thing. Yes, you know the young girl for years was being groomed by an Emory Riddle mm-hmm. professor yep. who uh, was the next door neighbor, family trusted friend. Eventually, she disclosed. The guy gets convicted in a jury trial by a jury of his peers in twenty minutes. Yeah. And he files some crazy appeal that, well, the state attorney really didn't prove that I was over the age of 18. Hello? You got up and they said, tell us about your curricular vitam or CV, yeah. whatever the hell it is. And you dated all your education and everything else. Any, anybody can know you were over 18. Yeah, yeah. And they let him, let him stay out of jail pending appeal. They don't tell anybody. Yeah. The little girl and her mother are in public in yeah. Ormond Beach. And they look across the counter and there's the guy. A month later, in public shopping, I went ballistic yeah. and said, you know, get your head out of your goddamn ass. How do you do this? Yeah. Of course, I got the state attorney pissed off. I got the chief judge pissed off. I got everybody pissed off. But you know what? At the end of the day, they remanded him back to custody. Mm-hmm. Tom Leak, uh, Renner, and Tom and Tom Wright changed the law that if you get convicted of a child, you know, crime under a kid of 12, there is no stay out while you appeal. Yes. Sit in a jail cell and rot where you I belong. Remember, I remember that. So No, that's awesome stuff. Well, I mean, look, it just... It, some of the stuff that we all do, and Dana, as a state commissioner, you know as well, sometimes what you do up on that dais and what we do in Tallahassee, it doesn't happen as fast as we'd like, yeah. but it does yeah. happen eventually. Once again, not always thinks that everybody wants it to, but it does happen. Um, and could we always, I'm a firm believer, could we always do better? 100%. I agree yeah. with that, yes. Yeah. But that's the way our system is set up, though. Yeah. I mean, the system of government in the United States isn't that rush to judgment. That's why sometimes it just takes forever government inaction. Yeah, yeah. You can spell inaction any way you want. Yeah, yeah. I could see, what, if my question, what pisses Dane off? I could see right now this conversation. Yeah, really no. Every time I bring, every time we bring it up, and I get like little side eye action and shit. Oh, like that, I just like, oh my god, here we go. All you got to do, I don't know if they could focus in on her eye, but her eyes are sending a powerful oh, message right yeah, now. Yeah, we had a guest on last week, and I was like, I said, Joe, she's just giving you some side eye. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. What did um, you call that guy, Little Dick? <laughs> little Peter. Here, oh, <laughs> Little Peter. Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you should give Little Peter, uh, make him a guest, and you, you can give him a big, just in yeah. case. No, I got it. I just, oh. I just won. Oh, <laughs> oh. 
She's been baiting you the whole time, Sheriff, because she wanted that five bucks <laughs> back. That, uh, she said, "I said eight qu- I said eight quarters. The sheriff probably won't go more than eight quarters, and I think you're at like the twelve or eight something." So. She just she was kicking me under the table. Yeah, I got yeah, it. We, we got I got the sub- sub- <laughs> sub- subliminal message. Was, now, hey, listen, pick it up. okay, I complain because we're in a place where you and I, I think, are fond of one another. Yes, it wasn't always so. Right, right, right. but we right. worked through some stuff. We worked through some shit, shit, right? But you know how much I respect you and the work that you do, and um. I am just really happy that you're here. I'm happy that you are um, our chef, sheriff, and um, I I can't wait to see what we do, you know, uh, in the future. I, I know that good things are coming. Um, would you like to? Um, I would like to know about any nonprofits that you're working with, or how we can help, or anything that you're rallying around right now in our closing time. Yeah, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about that. Uh, our our passion is the floor is the Volusia sheriffs foundation uh because the money that we raise out of that foundation mm-hmm. goes directly back into youth sports camps it goes into after school programs it helps you know shop with a deputy program yep. you know we we partnered with an optometrist to go to the title three schools for some families that don't have the wherewithal to go out and get their kids glasses and how could you learn yeah if you have no transportation you can't yep. you can't do anything and, and get free eye exams and glasses so there, that's our big uh, push is that, and obviously all the other ones, Boys and Girls Club. I mean, great, great, great group of people. They keep that's America's future. Can you uh, can you just say that one more time? Because we're going to post the link uh, below. Okay, yeah. when we go, Volusia Sheriff's Youth Foundation. Okay, is is our big one. And out of that, we donate to the Boys and Girls Club because I yeah. think that Boys and Girls Club Ooh. is building the future of this country. Yeah, Th- I, those are some fearless people that work that work with the Boys and Girls yes. Club. I'm telling you. They, they get there's a lot of good work that's Joe done and over Joe. there. Yeah, I know. I know he's talking about. Yeah, and I. So the whole point is, I told Dana, I was like, look, you know, definitely it's something we were trying to do. We want to definitely highlight more nonprofits. So as we get guests from around the county, uh, if you, you know, if you're a city commissioner or just somebody else, and you want to highlight a nonprofit in your area that's doing good work, we definitely want to do that because the whole idea is about giving back to community. And there's a, you know, look, there's a lot of students out there that need the the time uh, for high school. What do they call that again? The uh, my kids are about community the, service community hours. Community service hours. Yeah. Um, but also, just if you're an adult and you want to give back to your community, there's many ways. I'm pretty sure they can get in contact with the foundation. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, who can we, who else can uh, can we work with that you guys are working with, right? Um, to help out. And so we want to definitely highlight towards the end of the show nonprofits that are making, trying to make a real difference because yep. I think that's where it starts is in the community. So. Yeah. To me, greatest crime fighter in the world is literacy. You yeah. teach a kid to read, good to go. You don't have to there's be good in math. You don't have to be good in science, but man, you could read. You're going to always make a living. Well, my wife will always tell you that it it starts with reading. Yep. That's her that's her big thing is reading uh, because she says, look, if you can't read, you can't read math problems, you can't do this, you can't do So that's yep. like that is the the gateway for everything else is reading. Absolutely. So 100% chef. I agree. Absolutely. With you, so. Yeah. Hey, and also uh, for the community, if you don't know, attend your local comp stat meeting. Sheriff, do you like know the uh, what do you yes, know the schedule? Yes, I do. I think it is. <laughs> it's funny you asked that question. <laughs> and of course, I won't be able to find the darn thing. I say damn thing, but I don't. I'm out of quarters. You're out of quarters. Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, hey, I'll drop one for you because yeah. that's that's worth that five dollar invest. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I want to tell you, it's October, and I, and I know nobody's listening to us because we're not live. Uh, God, I won't be able to find a goddamn thing now. <laughs> it is, nah, I don't know where we got it at. It should be in the back here. But it is, nope. 
I know it's October. Something tell something is telling me it's the first week in October, but we'll okay. we'll get it to you. Look yeah. for your like. Listen, all you have to do is uh, get online. You can get on the sheriff's Facebook page and and see. Um, but attend your local Comstat meeting. It's really important to be informed. It's important. You can see where there's areas of crime. They provide all of the crime numbers. Um, you get to meet the the people that are working in your community, and I think it's a great thing that you guys do, Sheriff. And we get great information as you know you're there. Yep. People come in and talk about drug issues, speeding issues. Yep. Uh, next, here we like Dana. I found it. Thank God. Next. Countywide Comstat session is October the 13th at 8.30 at Deltona City Hall, 2345 Providence Boulevard. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. October Coming. 13th. We'll, yeah, be, we'll be discussing crime from September 4th through the September 8th period. However, everything is on the table, as you well know. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much again. I, you're one of my favorite people in Volusia County, if not the state of Florida. Can I say go something ahead. really quick before I go? I'll make, it real, I'll make it real quick. I'm sorry, because I know towards the end of the show, we like to try to highlight our heroes. Yeah. Um, and so what I'll do is I was in Lake County uh, this week, and I heard a story, and I'm always trying to find, like for me it's veterans because I'm a Navy veteran myself, and so I'm always trying to find stories about veterans. And so there was, I want to give a shout out to our fallen um, veter- uh, heroes, military heroes. Uh, I was with uh, someone in Lake County, and she told me a story of what happened to her husband. Uh, I think he passed away a couple of years back while he was in action. And so my hero of the week just in general are all of our fallen heroes, Absolutely. first responders as well, but also more importantly, um, well, not more importantly, but just as much our, uh, our military folks uh, because it's, they put their lives on the line for this country. Whether you agree sometimes with the internal politics of where we're going around the globe is immaterial. These people signed up and uh, our fallen heroes, we don't do it once a year is not enough for me. Uh, I want to recognize them. That, those okay. are my heroes. So. Absolutely. Sheriff. Amen. We'd love to have you back. Well, maybe what we'll do is we'll invite you guys, yes. both of you guys, yes. on to our very future uh, podcast. You will. My my staff is very straight laced. I don't know if this is going to fly with them. <laughs> <laughs> do not share. Them. Tell them not bring the jar. <laughs> now again, thank you. Uh, thank I think you, that I think that um, our, our our residents really have the utmost respect for you for shooting it straight, keeping us informed keeping us safe. So on behalf of at least the city of Deltona, I say thank you very much for taking care of us. Your deputies are second to none, the, the women and men that um, that uh, protect us. Thank you so much for well-trained machines, compassionate humans. We appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts, and thank you for joining us today. Eric, anything else as we go out? I'm good. If you want to help close it out, Dana, go right ahead. Cool, absolutely. Listen, don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. We drop it below uh, drop you the link that starts the Patreon this week. Yes. Come follow us for good content. We're just asking what a buck, five buck, ten buck, something yeah. like that. That's cup all. Of it coffee. Is. This is more flavorful than a cup of coffee, baby. Yeah, so damn follow all us, it is. You know, you know, you want to listen to us on that drive. <laughs> That's right. And so, listen. Just remember that if it's important to you, it's important to us. We're out, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. This has been The Smoking Truth with Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo. Listen for new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. This has been a Mike and Mike production.